You're listening to Balanced Broads with your host, Erica and Sage. What is up, Broads? So nice to see you again. Hi, Broads. My co-host is finally back. Um, I missed you having you. And I I will say I recorded with Cole last week and um, we recorded obviously in person and I was like, oh, I just miss recording in person. It's so much better. We had so much fun recording in person. It was so much more fun. There was so much more like yin and yang and it just sounded better. I mean, I think we actually sound pretty good for being virtual, but still it just, I would love to have just like a setup in like an office or whatever, because that was so much fun. If we could have one day, we will have a balance broad studio and we'll figure out a way where it's going to be because you're in Texas and I'm here in California. We'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, I miss recording with you in person, but I'm happy to be back this week. Good. I'm happy to have you. And then we can also, when we have a studio, have like guests come in and it'll just be like a whole thing. We'll have like a wine fridge and like a comfy couch and just get drunk and record and it'll be premium content. It'll just be like a big therapy room, but cuter and not as cold and there will be alcohol. Yes. We will have blankets and sweaters and alcohol and tissues if you need it to cry, but and also bring you laugh. <laughs> and maybe we'll have some cats there. So oh, 100%. We are, um, we are excited for the future of Balanced Prods because we know that we're going to get there eventually. But for now. Manifesting that energy into our lives. We'll make a Balanced Prods dream board. Um, but for now, this is where we are. And we are virtual sisters right now and virtual podcasters. So, um with that being said, Erica, I'm so happy to have you here again. Did you have a good week? I did. So last week, like for my absence, you know, I was in San Diego. Um, just went with my boyfriend to get away and just be somewhere other than our apartment where we've been stuck for, you know, how many months now? So we just got a cute little Airbnb. I still have to write a review. I cannot forget because they were so nice. Um, and it was just such a perfect little area in little Italy. It was like, you could walk to a million restaurants. It was so fun. How cute. So did you guys go to any restaurants out there? We went to many and I could not tell you the names, but they were all walking distance. And if you are really interested, just DM me and I will figure it out. But it was just so, so nice to get away and I mean, we everyone there thankfully was so safe wearing masks and it was all mostly like outdoor dining or spaced apart and I felt really safe. So it was just nice to like get out. We rode those like bird scooters and I almost fucking died. <laughs> you, was that the first time you ever rode one? That was the first time. I had no idea they went so fast. They go so fast and I don't know if it's like that in in San Diego, but their rules in Austin are that you can't go on the sidewalk. It's the same. And like, I, I understand, I feel like it would be its own type of scariness to be on the sidewalk because you're afraid of like hitting people. Yeah. But oh my God, the streets and like, there's a lot of train tracks in San Diego. So we were going over them and like, I was afraid my glasses were going to fly off and then I'd be blind and then I hit a car. Like it was so scary. I didn't really enjoy it. I'm glad I did it. But 
once we were done, I just deleted the app. I'm like, I'm not doing that ever again. Were your hands like sore from gripping so hard? My hands were white gripping the thing. And I, I was, it was just so scary. I don't, it's, it's scary. Just, it's not for me. It's scary. But once you get the hang of it, it's really fun. And Cole and I have actually ridden those a couple times together, like two people on one. Oh, really? That's scary. That's scary. Because sometimes there's only one around and we would have to get somewhere. So I just go behind him and like wrap my, wrap my arms around him. So I'm putting like my full trust into him because I can't see where we're going. So I have no idea. He goes so fast. He like, and he'll be like, okay, curb, hold on. And he'll like jump off the curb. It's just, it's really dangerous and scary, but it's so much fun. And I I have, no, (laughs) I have crashed on one before, like really bad. I could, I felt like I was going to fall so many times and it's even scarier because you're in the street. So you're like, if I fall, I'm going to get run over right now. Yeah. And the the thing too is that when you're going that fast and then you feel like you might, you see like a dip or something, your first initial reaction is to like step off. Oh my God. Yeah. Off. And that's how I crashed because I just like got freaked out and started to try to get off. And obviously I was going like 20 miles an hour. So I like, it was, it's like jumping out of a car. And you literally just like, oh my God, it's just against human instinct. And I do appreciate them. Like everyone was using them in San Diego and it's a really cool way to get around, but energy efficient. I'm just not like a, I don't know how, like I don't skateboard. I don't do any like of those things because I'm not good at it. And so going that fast on a scooter in the streets is terrifying. I completely agree. Um, but that's fun though. I love San Diego. It was really fun. It was so nice. And our Airbnb was so nice and it was just really fun to get away and be together. I love staying at Airbnbs. I personally like them way better than hotels and I find them to be cleaner than hotels. Um, and the people are always nice and and you're always, you just, just feel so much more private and, um, safer, especially when it's like at a house. I mean, I've probably stayed at, I'm not kidding, probably over a hundred Airbnbs. Cause that's just what Cole and I always do over a hotel. Um, and I love them. And Cole and I honestly want to like do that ourselves, like buy out spaces and Airbnb them and just make them like super cozy and super cute. And like, that's a goal of ours. So that would honestly be so fun. Cause it's like, you're running your own little, like bed and breakfast Mm -hmm. and you can decorate it as you want and have cute little amenities. Like that's just, I would live for that. I, um, yeah, I love it. Like, and I just, I've always wanted to like own my own like boutique or like some type of brick and mortar. So that's like a, a safer way. Cause you know, Airbnbs are probably always gonna, I mean, if they survive during COVID. Oh my God. Yeah. Then they can literally survive during anything. (laughs) Yeah, it was it was a really good little getaway, but it's good to be good to be back. Good. I had a pretty chill week too. Um, I've just been working away and hustling and getting more into like a routine out here. So it's been nice and quiet and um, yeah, we finally kind of have like a good routine going because. We were either traveling to and from California all the time, which we still are, but now that we kind of have a routine, it's a little better because like the house is pretty much done and Louie, our kitty, is like kind of in his routine now Mm -hmm. and 
the animals kind of just, they're doing a little better together. So we're just, we're just getting into our routine and that's always nice to, to get back into that. Yeah, it def- especially when you move to a new place, like there's just a certain period where you just don't feel settled yet. So once you do, then it really feels like home. Exactly. Um, I can't wait until it's post COVID and I can actually explore the city the way that I want to explore it because I will go do stuff, but I'm not going to go inside a bar, movie theater, a mall, like all that stuff that I would like to be doing. And I would love to go to like a Cowboys game or like a baseball game because that's just like the fun stuff there is to do and the touristy stuff. But I mean, I still can go to the games, but I'm just not comfortable really going to them yet. So maybe sometime in the near future, but that's what I've been up to. And obviously I said, Eric and I would talk about the elephant in the room. Um, that is the election. And I think you probably know how Eric and I are feeling. And it's such a weird feeling because we are beyond like ecstatic and so fucking happy. But at the same time, we're very disappointed in how I'm speaking for both of us, but I obviously, I think Erica feels the same in that we're very disappointed in how close the race was and also extremely disappointed in the way the transition of power um, is going right now. Yeah. I mean, what a freaking whirlwind of an election. Like I did not think that it was going to be like clear victory. Like I did think it was going to be kind of scary and it was going to take some time for all the votes to be counted. But um, just to be in like limbo for like what, three or four days, like five days and watching like how freaking close it was. And like both you and I, we were just nauseous for like the entire time until it was clear. Um, And even now it's like, yeah, we're happy, but I'm like, he hasn't conceded and it's not like, it doesn't feel like it's real. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I'm too, I'm too like exposed to how this country is to feel hopeful. So I'm just like scared (laughs) until it's like really happening. Me too. And, and I was feeling super hopeful when it was like, okay, he's officially the president elect. And I kind of, it like felt like America again. And it was so weird. Like people were crowding in the streets and they were so happy and everyone felt like a sense of pridefulness again that I don't we haven't had since Obama's been president because when Obama was president I like felt way more prideful to live here because I loved our president and then for the past four years I was like like nauseous and embarrassed you know and then um and I've always said this I've always said you can love your country and hate your government and that's pretty much what the last four years have been and um when we finally saw, we were so happy and felt hopeful again. And now I think we definitely knew he was not going to concede and be any type of respectful or a man at all when it came to it. But, um, the response from not only him, but his supporters have been so disappointing. I I mean, I really don't understand how they're like, when this was happening, they were like begging us to stop the count. Like that doesn't make logical sense but he could really say anything to his supporters and they'll believe it so it's I mean it's something that we should have expected it is and it's it's genuinely scary because we are Biden supporters all the way but 
we have our own opinions. So there's going to be things that Biden and Kamala do that we don't agree with. And there's going to be things that we do where we don't just follow him blindly by any means, because we are human beings who have our own opinions about things. Um, but his supporters don't, they literally don't have their own opinions on things. They just, they shut up and they take whatever he says and they, and they run with it. And they, um, and it's not, it's not as much him that I'm scared of. It's his supporters because they're the ones that are affecting your day to day, not him. A hundred percent. They feel so like emboldened now to have their views and to act on them because we had the president that we did and he got elected the way he did. Like, it's just, it's just scary. It is really scary, but, um, I do want to be helpful because obviously he's going to have to concede at some point, whether they have to literally police escort him out of the white house. Um, I'm fine with that. That's fine. Come January, he's done. He's out no matter what you guys want to say. Um, and once I see Biden and his beautiful family and Kamala and her beautiful family, even though just, I don't think the vice president lives in the white house. But no, I, once I just see them all there, I'm going to just feel a sense of relief. It'll it's relief is the perfect word. Cause it's like, like you said, we do have our opinions about the president elect and the vice president. Like they're obviously a way better choice than fucking what we have now, but they have their issues as well. And the good thing about the way that we think is that we can hold people accountable while still respecting them. Um, but it's just, gonna it's just gonna be a relief to hear our president like give a speech that is in english <laughs> making sense like it's and just not watching the speeches are just embarrassing right now it's yeah and, and and you're not you're like offended by your own president's speech like that's insane to be like a woman or a person of color or someone in any type of minority not saying i'm just saying like any type of all these different communities um and feel offended or feel scared by your own president. It's just, it's insane. So it's going to be so nice to, I like cried the when I, I cried when I heard him speak before he was um, elected, when he was just coming in to like, you know, do his check-in and when they knew it was going well. And I was crying because I was just like, I am so happy to like hear him speak and relate to him and feel like safe again with him and feel like he actually cares about us. And I just felt like protected, like the sense of like, it was like a warm blanket wrapped around me when I hear him speak. And then every time Trump comes on, it's like when your mom rips a blanket off you in the morning and you're like, time to go to school. That's how I feel. A hundred percent. Like you're like blindly terrified. You're not sure what's going to happen to you. Mm -hmm. That is how this last four years have been. And I'm ready to get under a warm weighted blanket and feel safe yet still I'm glad like I feel like I'm glad that this happened in a way because people are more in like more what is it like they're just ready to act on the change that needs to be done so yeah. and it, and in, and in no way are we provoking any violence of any sort or anything like that but being able to just speak your mind in a peaceful way and um, prove your point and feel like you can have your voice again is going to be so it's, it's beautiful. And yes, I completely agree. I don't think if we would have had these four years of what we had, um, people would be as outspoken, but unfortunately on both sides, because the racist people, racists are, are speaking their mind too, because they feel justified. Yeah. That's the, that's the downside. Everyone is feeling very emboldened, but 
but it's going in a better direction. And I do want to give a shout out to my dad because he does work for the post office and he stayed late that entire week making sure that every vote was counted in his county. And it's just insane, like how how much they have to work, especially this election with the surge in mail-in ballots and making sure that it's fully counted instead of just, you know, nominating someone too early. Um, I just want to say thanks, Dad, and to all of our postal service workers for making sure that all of our voices were heard. Thank you, Dad, Laura. And I um, completely, I, I agree. And I think it's so sad that people like your dad worked so hard to make sure that every vote was counted both sides and our president and his and and his administration are shitting on these people and calling them liars and calling them calling it fraud so it's sad because they they're they're doing so much to make sure that the election is the opposite of that and making sure that the election is authentic as possible and that it's legal and that every single American that voted, their voice is heard and they're not getting appreciated the way that they should be. Yeah. I mean, all we can do is thank them as we can, like we are right now. Um, yeah. I just, it was stressful. I know my dad was stressed the fuck out. So I know he's happy that not only is it over, but it went in our direction and yeah it was crazy for a while it was very scary I, I, night one I was like oh my god <laughs> it really might be like this might not go the way so we're so god so grateful and we're just ready for January to come so ready so so ready so ready um but I know you guys have heard a ton about the election and I'm sure they're like, Hey, skip, we've heard enough about it. We know your opinion, but we have have a small platform that we have. We need to speak on the things that we care about. And that's something that we really care about. And, um, we're happy. So, um, I would love to get into our lemon and our lemonade of the week. If you are ready for that. I am ready. Um, should I go first? Yeah. Okay. So, um, my lemon, no, I'm going to start with my lemonades because I have a few. So obviously Biden winning is number one and will be for the rest of the year. For the rest of my life. <laughs> um, so that one is our permanent lemonade until, I don't know, we stop doing this show. Who knows? It's just yeah. going to be our lemonade for forever. Yeah. Um, that's definitely one. Another one that I'm kind of surprised I haven't even really spoken to you about is um, Ariana's um, album coming out. We haven't even talked about that. And I feel like we need to have a a very serious discussion about each and every single song. (laughs) You're like, okay, fine. (laughs) Um, that is definitely a lemonade. I feel like I had something else, but I don't think it was important. Um, that was important as Ari. Yeah, no, those are the most important. Biden won, Ariana released an album. We're doing good for my lemon. Honestly, I don't really know if I have one. I know I I have the same one as you. Like I'm kind of sharing yours that we're going to talk about in a bit, but I don't think I have like a personal one. Everything's everything's been good. I'm hoping I'm not jinxing it right now. I know a piano falls on your head. <laughs> um that would be my lemon. <laughs> You're like, "Well, that's my lemon." Um 
Okay. Well, I'm glad you don't have a lemon because that's always good. That means you had a good week. That's why I love this segment because, um, it proves that most of the time life is usually good and the pockets of negativity tend to, um, always outweigh the positive things. And those happen to be the things that you focus on every week at the end of the week. And you're like, Oh, that was so shitty. Oh, that was so shitty. Oh, I'm so tired. Oh, I did this. And doing the lemon and the lemonade, we get to talk about all the things that made us truly happy over the week. And then it proves that there's way more good than there is bad. So I always, I would love if you guys like sent in your lemons and your lemonades or even just did them privately at home, do it with us when we do it every week, because it really, it gives you like a positive outlook on life and the rest of your week. So, um, my, I'm like, and now I'm going to go into what I hate. Um, my lemon is like probably all of the nation and the UK's uh, lemon this week because our Lord and Savior Harry Styles decided, not decided, that's stupid, Vogue decided to have Harry Styles be on the cover of Vogue. And Harry is the first solo man to be on the cover of Vogue. And that is humongous, like huge. And he looked like Stunning is a understatement for how amazing these pictures were. Um, the cover was beautiful. Every, every picture was just so beautiful and his outfits were just like on point and just, Oh, shout out to his stylist, shout out to his hairstylist. Like everyone, he just looked so snatched for his Vogue shoot and all was well in the world. And we were just like, yes, Harold, like we are so proud and we are so happy and it was just so great until miss candace owens decided to i i think she was the first and i mean usually candace and that fucking whatever ben shapiro guy tend to go hand in hand with each other so i'm sure they meet in their little caves um after school and like shit on people and then they tweet about it so they decided to come out shit on harry for his choice of clothing um, by saying, and I quote, bring back manly men, because I guess apparently your manliness depends on the clothes that you put on your body. So I didn't know that. I had no idea that the clothes that I put on my body make me a man or a woman. So that's just, I'm very, I just didn't know that. So um, my lemon would probably be the um, just pure hatred that was that was shown yesterday and the day before, because I couldn't quite grasp that, could not believe what was happening, what was being said. I mean, we really just can't have nice things. Like we, we get a wonderful photo shoot with a wonderful person and artist and someone has to find something wrong with it. And the fact that of all people, Ben Shapiro is involved in saying bring back manly men. <laughs> is ironic like this little weasel of a person is suddenly the picture of masculinity like i i would like to to understand the correlation there i'll have to send you this meme that was like a literal side by side of ben shapiro and harry styles because oh my gosh it was just so funny um and i wanted to read just a snippet of what harry said in his vogue interview. He said, there's so much joy to be had in playing with clothes. I've never thought too much about what it means. It just becomes this extended part of creating something. Yeah. 
that's 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 what it is it's literally just clothes it's just fabric that you put on your body like it's it's just it's it's like I could go so deep into it because there's just so much hypocrisy like they that side they always say you know what makes you a man versus what makes you a woman is like your chromosomes your biology like science yeah right like I thought that that was what made you a man and a woman but now it's the clothes like what's gonna be next your hairstyles the way you talk the way you talk the way I I just it's exhausting to keep up with yeah and we were like okay sure yeah if you believe your gender is based off of your genitalia sure take it whatever take it run with it but you cannot come back at us and say, well, no, no, no. It's not just your genitalia. It is also the clothes that you put on your body. Like what the, it literally just doesn't compute in my brain. I can, and, and I always try to play devil's advocate and I always try to say, okay, well, you know what? In their heart, this is what they think. And when they say gay marriage, gay marriage is a sin because in the Bible, that's what it says, whatever. I don't agree with that by any means, but it's something that they believe in. It's their religion, whatever. This has nothing to do with anything that they believe in. It has nothing to do with the religion that they follow. All it has everything to do with spewing pure hatred about what another person is doing that has no effect, no effect on you and no effect on your religion. And it is not an attack on you or your family. And that's all that should matter. I know it's, it really, I don't understand how these people like have the time in their day to find more and more things to be mad at. Like, okay. So Harry was wearing a dress and a skirt and a few pictures and apparently men are not allowed to do such things. Yet, if you look at other countries and other cultures, men wear dresses and skirts. If you look at the Pope and the priest, they were robes which is basically like a long dress like I don't I where where does it stop like I need them to tell me what where it stops yeah I mean Jesus Christ wore a long robe that looked like a dress and long hair and that and that he looked beautiful he looks beautiful in all the pictures so I and I'm not and the thing is is that we're not shitting on anyone's religion and we're not saying that like it just it just doesn't make it just makes no sense to me and like men wear kilts and men wear long robes and dresses and they and they have for years so so now like for graduations can men not wear gowns it's literally a gown so can men not wear that anymore do men need to wear pants and only the girls can wear gowns because it just I just like Erica said I want to know where the line is and I also want to know why it's okay for Candace Owens to wear a suit that you would, if you believe in that, would say that only men should wear suits. Okay. But then why is it okay for Candace Owens to wear a suit, a full-blown suit? Like it, it just, I, I really like need to sit down with these people who believe this and like just ask them these questions. Like, okay, if you really do believe that wearing a dress makes you less of a man, please explain to me the pantsuit and how for work for most of the time we have to wear pants. Like, but if I wear something that shows my shoulders, it's insensitive because it's feminine. So should I wear a pantsuit? But then I'm masculine. Like it just just, makes no sense. There should be no argument 
unless you are showing up to work naked or with a shirt that says something racist or horrible or hateful, you cannot say what someone can wear. That's just not, it's not, it's not okay. And it, it's just going against everything that we have all worked so hard to get to. And like, we've worked so hard to get equal rights for everybody. And, and we've just worked so hard for all of these things. And, and, and now people are just trying to take that away again. And it's just so horrible and it's just, it's hurtful. And I think for them, it comes from a place of hurt. It does. And it comes from a place of questioning themselves and questioning their own choices and questioning their own lives and what they maybe want deep down. And I'm not saying anything, but I will say, you know, like those who usually throw stones have the most to hide. And I, it's just, it's just a lot. And I just wouldn't, I couldn't imagine hating on somebody for something that they wore or something that they chose or someone they chose to love because it just doesn't compute. I think for Eric and I, we just always come from a place of love and acceptance and kindness. And it just hurts our hearts to see um, that there's still people out there who are just the complete opposite. It's truly just unnecessary. Like if this is like the rule of thought, then I would like to become, I mean, I would not want to, but I would like to become a white man because they have all the powers. So I will just start dressing like a white man. I will start wearing khakis and cargo pants and dress shirts. And you can't tell me that I'm not a white man because I am wearing the clothes of a white man. So then that's how it's going to be. Yeah. Sounds good. If Harry's a woman now. Yeah. Harry's a woman. So I will decide from now on to be a white man and I will run for office and, (laughs) you know, just get all the perks that they get. And yeah, and I'll make dad, white dad jokes. <laughs> That's the fun part. <laughs> and my favorite restaurant will be Chili's. <laughs> so, and talk to the waiter and be like, hi, waiter. I am your guest for the evening. <laughs> and then when my plate is empty and you come to c- clean it, I'm going to say, I didn't like my meal very much. <laughs> and then wait for laughter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You just have to bring light to these things sometimes or else you just will live in a cloud of just dread and sorrow because the world is just so sad sometimes, but that's why we do our lemon. And that's why we finished it off with lemonade because for every horrible person who spews hatred, there's going to be 10,000 people to back it up with love. And someone, excuse me, someone tweeted, (laughs) someone tweeted coming at Harry Styles on Twitter is probably like one of the worst things that someone could do. Like he has such a, like a, his fan base is pretty much all Twitter. Kind of like Ari is all Twitter. And so it was just horrible for them. They just got, just ruined through the, like just pulled through the mud. And I don't like agree with, you know, I, I would never like hate on Candace Owen or Ben Shapiro's like looks and put them down and stuff. So I don't want that, but it's just funny because they spew hate and then 10 million people just, just drag them through the mud. But what do they expect? I mean, they should truly know their audience, like go to Facebook, Yeah, you know, post on Facebook and you will get the response you want. But on Twitter of all of the platforms, like, yeah, there are definitely people who believe those type of things on Twitter and they are insane and you know, that's, that's true. But the majority, especially Harry Style fans, like not a smart move. 
So bad. Don't come for Ari or Harry on Twitter or BTS. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So that is just a little note to everyone out there. But um, so that's my lemon after, oh my gosh, I'm like exhausted from that talk, man. <laughs> um, that's my lemon. And then my lemonade, um, <laughs> this is like so funny because I went from like one extreme to like my lemonade is that I put up all my Christmas decorations. <laughs> so anyways, guys, it's Christmas. <laughs> Have you seen, I saw that, tw- uh, that tweet and it was like the world right now. And it was like knife emoji, skull emoji, fire emoji, like germ emoji. And then it was like the music and it was like snowman, Santa, icicle. Like it's just so, so funny. True. That's the only way we can get through this time is let me just put up the de- the decorations and pretend like everything is jolly. Exactly. And it's like my, it's so funny when like Cole and I are in the car and we're like arguing about something and it's like, here comes Santa Claus, here comes like in the background. And I just like <laughs> always just die. And I'm like, okay, we have to finish this argument at home because I can't handle with the music. Please change line. the radio. So, <laughs> I am angry. Um, so yeah, we put up all our Christmas decorations in the inside pretty much. And I was half Thanksgiving, half Christmas for a while. And I was just like, I got to just go full blown Christmas. It's time. Like, and my mom said, she was like, Sage, it's only like two months max. And if it makes you happy, then just do it. And that's, so I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. We have a fake tree so we could put it up whenever. So we put up our tree, we put up all our little inside decorations and Cole slowly getting to the outside stuff. Um, but it's hard. Oh my gosh. It's so hard to put freaking lights on a house. I didn't realize how hard it was. I'm like, I, I don't know how you're going to get on the roof, but, um, so we're, we're tackling that this week. Cause we go to California on Sunday or Saturday or Sunday this weekend, um, to celebrate Thanksgiving. So we're trying to get that all done. So that way, when we come back, it'll be like Christmas time. And we want to be like fully prepared just to like sit back and enjoy. So that is my lemonade is just getting into the Christmas spirit and, um, listening to Christmas. I've been listening to Christmas music nonstop luckily because I don't have a, like a job where it's playing nonstop. Cause I remember when we worked at the salon, it was like nonstop Christmas music. And then when I went home, I never wanted to listen to it. So, Oh my God. I actually like, like took that out of my memory. I forgot. It was like eight straight hours of Christmas music and not the good Christmas music. It was like the old school, make you want to fall asleep and die Christmas music. Yeah. Like, Oh, whatever that one is. Ye faithful. That one. Yeah. Oh, I can't think of the name, but, um, that one and like silent night and you're just like, Oh my God, Lord. But then sometimes I would like sneak, I would like go in and put on like the pentatonics Christmas album or like put on like the Michael Bublé. Cause I was like, Oh my yes. God. I, I, or John Legend. That was always like my shit. I would put on the John Legend album. So um, <laughs> that's that. And I'm very happy that it's Christmas time because it's truly my favorite time of the year. Like, oh my God, I just love Christmas so much. Um, but yeah, guys, that's our lemon and our lemonade. That took us a long ass time. We knew it was probably going to take us a long time. So the only other thing we have scheduled for today's episode is to bring back, did we have a name for this? The quote? Isn't it broadly advice? I thought broadly advice was when we like answered people's questions. I think the way that it started, (laughs) I think the way we started broadly advice was with the quote and then we would talk about the quote. Well, I think, okay, then we can change when someone, when someone writes in, we'll just call it like dear broads. You know what? I'm going to look back at our, (laughs) at our show notes for the beginning, but I'm officially changing it to dear broads. If you want to send us in a message and broadly advice for when we have a quote for you. So 
that is our official change to the to our episode. We didn't even have to have a meeting about it. So, um, our- don't get us started on the meetings. <laughs> Don't get us started on the meetings that we can't ever do and commit to, but <laughs> fine. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Especially when we have our space in our studio, we will have our meetings in the studio. So we'll get there. Um, our quote for this week is the struggle you're in today is developing the strength you need tomorrow by Robert T. Who's a writer. So I will read it again. The struggle you're in today is developing the strength you need tomorrow. I love that quote. That is definitely the quote that we need to carry us through the rest of this year and basically the rest of our lives. Like, big time. I always think it's true that the universe, God, they, they, they you um, don't ever get like a, a challenge that you can't handle, if that makes sense. You only get challenges that the universe knows that you can handle because it's just building up and giving you the strength to fight the next battle and to win it because the life may win the battle, but we will win the war. And the war is to carry on and be positive and live your life because it's worth it and it's beautiful. Um, and we just got to be strong when things get shitty. We just got to be strong. I couldn't have said it better than Sage did. And she probably could have said it better, but no, I mean, I just don't even know. <laughs> exactly. But maybe that was the struggle and that the strength that will bring me tomorrow is I'll say something even better tomorrow. Exactly. We are always improving, guys. Do you remember when we used to do Asshole of the Week? <laughs> we right? should totally bring back Asshole of the Week. I'm just going through the show notes and I'm like, oh, that was a thing we used to do. Oh, I loved Asshole of the Week. Let's bring it back that next week. That's a good week. one. Oh, see, broadly advice. Uh-huh. Broadly advice. We okay. didn't say anything about it, but broadly advice is there. That so was broad, back in broad, episode six. Broadly advice slash dear broad slash asshole of the week slash lemon and lemonade. We have all the segments and I love it, honestly. Um, but we'll bring back asshole next week. We'll bring dad asshole back next week. <laughs> yes, I'm excited. If if we were to say our asshole for this week, it would be Candace Owens and that whole tribe so yeah definitely so there you go there's your asshole um thank you guys so much for listening this week i'm gonna we'll probably skedaddle because my cat's trying to chew off my leg so um before i make like a very obnoxious noise into the microphone we should probably head out so erica's gonna hit you with our socials first Yes. So make sure you follow us on Instagram. It's where we are the most active of all the places at Balanced Broads Pod. Um, definitely DM us and like, you know, if you want to talk to us, talk about your lemon and lemonade or give us something to talk about for broadly advice, that is where you should do it. Um, we've got Twitter at Balanced Broads. Sage is at Sage with two A's. I am at Erica.kl. Um, you can email us at balancebroads at gmail. You know, we make it pretty easy for you. Um, I think that that's all that we've got. That's all that we got this week, guys. Um, we will see you next week with another episode. I hope you have a fantastic week. Remember that your struggle today is giving you the strength for tomorrow. And we can't wait to see you. Bye. Bye. Bye.